What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheese broken, you'd stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Quack, 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 no! It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey everybody, first looks free, next five minutes cost a buck each. I'm Mike, Tommy and Kevin are not here, but welcome to the Quiet Attack Podcast, the Definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. I am going solo today. It's been a long time since a solo episode, so we'll see how this goes. I'll try to keep it short. I don't think we'll go in the full 30 minutes today, but I didn't want to have two weeks off, and I've been thinking a lot about a few different things, so I wanted to get it out there got a, a I well we'll see I think it's a pretty decent story but we'll see what's going on but last week had to cancel because I got busy this week Tommy and Kevin are busy and next week hopefully we should have a pretty good guest pretty interesting guest a collector of sorts on so that got me thinking about collectibles we've been on a little bit of a, a collectible kick here so the pod kind of randomly has acquired a jersey signed by six of the ducks and i don't know what we're gonna do with it yet if you have any ideas for a contest i want to give it away i think it's more fun to give it away than to hang it up in the closet i think tommy has it now i don't know if it's in his closet or where it is but he's keeping good care of it but yeah i'm trying to come up with a good contest to give this jersey away signed by six of the ducks i don't remember who which six but uh, I don't think it's Josh Jackson or anybody. It's it's some of the other people. I also have another jersey that's signed by like everybody. And I acquired this from Josh Jackson's quote unquote assistant from D3. So I don't know. We had a listener reach out and screenshot some random Instagram account. From somebody who looked to be on the Mighty Ducks set. So I reached out to her. Said hey. Do you want to come on the podcast? She said no. I don't really. Haven't even seen the movies. I just kind of randomly got on it. And her story was. She was friends with Josh Jackson's manager. And. She. Was pulled onto set at the last minute. I don't really know the whole details. But essentially she came onto set. Said she was Josh Ashton's quote unquote assistant. And her only job was to make sure that Josh did not go over his acting hours for because he's a kid actor. So he had certain hours that he could not go over in a day. So that was her whole job. So she just hung out and kept time and then basically hung out with the entire cast. And at the end of the film, she got her own jersey that everyone signed. Um, so there's some very specific messages to her. But she, when I reached out to get her on the podcast, like I said, she said, no, I, I haven't really watched the movie. She didn't really want to talk. Fair enough. But she says, I'm actually going through some stuff right now and found this jersey. I'm just going to throw it away. Do you want it? And I said, yes. So I have that. And that could be another prize. So I don't know where I'm going to send that or what this contest is be is going to be, but it's, it better be a good one. I, I need to think up a good contest worthy of either one of these two jerseys. As I mentioned, next week, we're going to have a jersey collector 
on hopefully next week we'll see if the schedules line up and because of that i've been thinking because of all this i've been thinking about collectibles and been thinking about what is the top collectible in the mighty ducks universe not necessarily what has the most value but we can think about that too but just what is the top thing you would want so there's really two categories from my standpoint there's jerseys and then there's other stuff. And the jerseys, I think, are pretty clear. They would be, you know, screen used. They'd be on screen, you know, authenticated, that kind of stuff when it comes to, you know, you're talking valuables. And you have a few different options. You have the Hawks Bombay, I think, is up there. You have Charlie D5, especially the one used for the penalty shot. I think... You got to tie it to the big moments if you want the big things. And then I would say Banks' Hawks jersey is up there and maybe even his Mighty Ducks jersey. I think you have the USA jerseys of some sort, Conway probably. You have the Iceland Gunner Stahl jersey. And then maybe the Bombay Mini Haha Waves jersey. I think those are the top contenders for top jerseys. When it comes to collectibles, I don't know any Eden Hall jerseys are really worth it. Maybe maybe the D3 Ducks jersey from Conway or maybe Goldberg. Uh, but those, I would say, are the biggest jerseys that I have up there. Uh, if you have any thoughts, you know where to find us, thequackattack.com. Go there, contact us. Um, and then we go on to the other jerseys. Or I guess the non-jerseys, I should say. And I was trying to think about this. And I know where two of these things are, where they reside. So my first thought was the knuckle puck that was used, the the prop that was create created to use the knuckle puck. That was by the, I think it was director of photography, uh, Eric D. Howell. We interviewed him. He has it. He sent us a picture of it. So it's it's on his desk. But I think that would be... One of my top choices for top collectibles. And then the other one is the trophy they win at the end of D1. So at least before Game Changers, I know Steve Brill had it. He posted something about how he dug it up out of his attic and found the trophy that was used in D1. And that is actually the same trophy that was up for the state championships in Game Changers. So... I think those are two pretty good ones. I was trying to think of some others. Maybe Goldberg's goalie mask of some sort. Goalie masks are always fun. You have the beach ball, maybe, from D2. That uh, Wolf the Dentist Stanson collapses. But I don't know if they've if that's even around. Uh, apparently, there was a spike in his glove, and that's how he cracked it. So maybe they just said, okay, he did it. And they threw it away. I it also brings up the question of how many takes that took, or how many takes they did, because Wolf might have just been sitting there and popping beach balls left and right. So I think there's a rarity to this as well. So the trophy, you know, probably the only trophy, the knuckle puck. I think there was a couple knuckle bucks. Uh, Eric D. Howell said. Other than that, I was trying to think sticks and gloves, obviously would be pretty popular there you know you can do some other helmets i think my top one i don't know if this would be the most valuable but i think this would be the most fun or funny to have 
would be the 1973 Pee Wee state runner-ups uh, from Gordon Bombay and the Hawks. Like, I would love to have that just hanging in my closet or my room somewhere. I don't know how my wife would feel about that, but this is why you need an extra room. This is why I need a, an extra Mighty Ducks room there. So other than that, I couldn't really... I, I'm sure I'm missing something big and something valuable, but I think those are the biggest from my standpoint. I would love to hear from the Quackalites about their thoughts on the on a the most valuable you collectible you think uh, maybe it's a signed version of the original script or something i think that could go way up there if brill still had the version of the script and he signed it and then went to auction that might be the number one thing so a in terms of valuable value bill i was gonna say valuability i don't know if that's a word but just how valuable it is what is the one thing that would be the most valuable if you went and sold it on the open market from the mighty ducks films i don't think any game changer stuff is really going to get there at this point and then number two just what is the thing you would like to have the most even if it doesn't necessarily count as valuable even if it doesn't necessarily it's not going to fetch a high price at auction but it would just be fun to have i think like i said the Banner is number one, and maybe this is a deep cut here, but the goalie mask, the Duluth East goalies goalie mask from the flashback at the very beginning, I would love to have that just uh, you know on my shelf somewhere. So you give me that, and you can go outside. You can if there's other stuff that's not necessarily in the movies, but you think would be fun to have or something like that. Some Maybe there's like a misprint Mighty Ducks jersey from somewhere. I was looking on eBay. There's some duck calls that I think would be good. Like the original duck call would be pretty good now that I'm thinking about it from the films. They also did duck calls when they announced the Anaheim Ducks team. When Disney announced that in what was it? 94 or something like that. 95. So I think that would be pretty good. Either one. The, the original duck call is actually really good. I think that could meet both requirements of being valuable and being fun to have. So that's definitely shooting up my list. Uh, but yeah, if, if it's not necessarily movie real, like the Funko Pops are out there, I have all five of them. But yeah, anything like that that sort of came after, I'd love to hear about. But yeah, a bit, maybe it's time to expand my collection. I'm not really a stuff guy. And I don't think Tommy and Kevin really are either, but maybe it's time we expand our collection. Like I said, we kind of randomly came across this opportunity to acquire Jersey. And I said, just for the pod, we have to do it. So we did that and I randomly got sent another Jersey. And then I have, I got a D5 Jersey for Christmas one year, but that's just like a knockoff. That's not from the movie. So those are really all the collectibles I have. If you have other collectibles, let me know. And you know, if you know where to find some of this good stuff, please let me know. And maybe we'll get it and we'll give it away in some sort of contest. Because, I don't know, I don't have a lot of room in my house. Especially for the like random Mighty Ducks stuff. When you have two kids, they kind of take over. So, I would love to have it and then just give it to someone who really cares about it. 
I do want to do a callback to our very first Google Hangout in the midst of the pandemic. I can't remember who it was, but somebody whipped out like nine VHSs of D2. And his sister and him go back and forth and get each other VHSs whenever they see it. I thought that was great. So yeah, just like maybe an original, like a first run VHS would count. But I don't know. I'd have to think about this a lot more. And I need some help because I'm only one man. You guys are out there in the streets. You guys are out there acquiring this stuff. So please let me know because I want to get more involved in the apparel game. As you can tell, I did try to get the rights to license some apparel from Disney, but then I realized that's not going to work unless I had my own factory. But I don't have quite, we don't make quite enough off the pod to do that. So that is it for that. Let's take a short break and then we'll come back with, let's do one quick question and then we'll wrap it up. Like I said, it's going to be a little bit of a, a shorter episode this time just out of necessity and because i don't know if you want me talking for much longer by myself i might go crazy here so let's take a short break and we'll come back with a quiet question we are back you ask us questions on twitter through facebook on instagram through the discord we're on threads now threads the new some are labeling Twitter killer from Meta and Instagram. Uh, it's basically Twitter, but created by Instagram, so it connects to your Instagram account. Check it out. We're on there. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with it, but we're trying it. You can send us quite questions there. Hopefully, I can save them and somehow. But I was just on it today for the very first time, so try it out there. We'll see what happens. But anyway, been it's been sort of a personal podcast, so I want to go back to a personal question here and and we can get tommy and kevin to weigh in on this as well but i did put out the call i think in the last episode for more quiet questions and you guys delivered but we can always use more uh, this one comes from jag on the discord so what are your favorite mighty ducks related memories from your childhood and or from doing this podcast a great question the childhood question is really, I don't know if it's like a specific moment, but it was just always, you know, flipping through and flipping through cable, flipping through the channels and just landing on it. And then just sitting there, mostly in the summer when you're a kid and you're kind of bored, you have nothing to do and just watching it again, just sort of being with your old friends. Like that's the thing that sticks out the most. I think we also had a lot of fun at hockey practice, you know, pretending to do the flying V and stuff like that. So that is maybe number one in terms of childhood. If you can extend it a little more in college, I wrote for the school paper. And when you're an editor, I was an editor too. When you're an editor, you just sort of wait for stories to come in in the middle. And then you have to like design these pages and it's like midnight and sometimes games are going on and you're waiting to get those in and things like that. So you're just hanging out and just sort of being loopy and talking with other people about the Mighty Ducks there and and realizing that it wasn't just me who had these ideas, who had these questions like, how did Trinidad and Tobago even qualify 
for the junior Goodwill games and things like that. So that in that college newsroom, that's where this pod was really born. And I remember a lot of late night conversations about the Mighty Ducks from that. So that it's really the the conversation and the arguing more so than, you know, a specific moment of, you know, going to the theater and seeing it for the first time or anything. Like, I don't even remember the first time I saw any of the Mighty Ducks films, really. They were just always there for me. Um, and then from the pod, there's some great moments from the pod. Uh, got some great rejections. Tried to get Basil McCray on one time, and he was he was like the GM for a junior team. And I just emailed him, or I emailed like the PR people, and they were just not having it. They're just like, no, he's busy. He would not like to come on at this time. So there's a couple of that. A couple of managers have also sort of given me the runaround, which I think is funny now. And I think in terms of pod moments, the the stories from Jack White always stick out to me just because he remembered so much and he was so enthusiastic about it and he was so fun to have on. So I really enjoyed the, the interviews with Jack White, uh, you know, getting Brill on the first time was huge. And I'm trying to think other than, you know, specific interviews, what specific moments they got. The Turkey Lake Challenge was huge because uh, that was like that had planning and everything that went into that. So that was also very fun. And uh, it was a very big undertaking that we actually pulled off. So that that kind of stuff where where we just like set up a plan and it actually pays off the trivia contests were that way as well took a lot of work but it was really satisfying and we had some great trivia contests especially the last trivia contest came down right to the end and then there was a big turnaround i don't want to spoil it you can go back and listen to, i would recommend going back and listening to the finals if you don't remember what happened in the finals but it was intense those are just nerve-wracking because i always feel like i get the questions wrong or i mess something up on the questions when you're trying to do all this stuff but those are the great moments and really just hanging out on the discord with everybody those are my favorite moments from the podcast but i think we we need to ask tommy and kevin as well but that is it for me I will wrap it up here. You know where to find us, thequacktech.com. Go there, contact us at quacktechpod on Twitter, facebook.com slash quacktechpods. Again, um, we're on threads now. I don't know what's happening there, but it seems new and exciting. So you can join us there. Download the threads app. I think you can search quacktechpod. I don't really know how you find people on there yet, but we'll we'll figure it out together. And thanks to all our producers. You keep the lights on for us, so I appreciate that. Um, I will say, I've been really enjoying, if you want a recommendation, I've been really enjoying Matt Doherty. Again, played Dave slash Les Averman. He has a sub stack now, which is like an email newsletter. He's He writes about writing, but he also he's gives some good stories about you know his days in the Duck set. And he teases so his first sort of stories about his days on the Duck set came out uh, maybe a week ago or two weeks ago by the time you're listening now. And it was pretty good. And he teased at some really, some really juicy stuff there. So I will put a link in the show notes to his Substack. You can go subscribe there and read some of his stuff there. And I think I already said thanks to the producers. So 
that is it for us. And remember, ducks fly together. The quick and dick is